This Fab FM podcast is proudly brought to you by Bendigo Bank, Port Douglas and Mossman. Offering a full range of competitive banking products and technology you'd expect from a big bank with the personal service and care you'd expect from us. Furthermore, the Port Douglas branch is now excited to announce its brand new location at the Saltwater Building, Shop 9, 26 to 30 Macrossan Street. Bendigo Bank, the better big bank. It's that time of the week when we talk to our tech guy, Richard Pascoe. How are you, mate? I'm good, Paul. I'm in a COVID-free state. We can still do things, so very pleased about it. Big football game in Adelaide today, Paul, as well, so very excited. Preliminary final time, so Port Adelaide versus the Western Bulldogs. I am so excited. I'm nearly excited as Big Kev would have been. There you go. Well, of course, Port Adelaide playing tonight, and that is your team. And there's only four left, isn't there? Hopefully we'll be one of them for next week on the grand final. Might be a bit dodgy next week to call me, Paul. I might be a bit um, under the weather. Understand. Tired uh, yeah. <laughs> Tired or tight, whatever way exactly. it'll be. I won't congratulate you just yet, but you're nearly there. All it counts sometimes, Paul, so yes. Yep. Now, um, this Facebook, you've got some information on Facebook and a very, very strange one. Yeah, we have. Now, a lot of people will hear the term artificial intelligence all the time. And, yes, and I'm yes. Make now, hang on a point. second. We have a few people up here that I think are artificial intelligence. Uh, people, I'd just like you know, I did not make that comment. No, it's completely on me, this one. Go. <laughs> So Facebook users watched a newspaper video featuring black men and they were asked then afterwards, do you want to keep seeing videos about primates? Not the best choice of words you would say, wouldn't you, Paul? But it's an artificial intelligence recommendation system. So Facebook apologised, said it was an unacceptable error. We've launched an investigation. We apologise. You know what? There's been a lot of artificial intelligence errors when it comes to racial bias out there as well. So people always go along and say that the company that does it will say it's artificial intelligence. And I want people to remember, who programs artificial intelligence, Paul? (laughs) Human beings. There we go. So, you know, really, who's to blame in the end? People that did it in the first place and programmed the artificial intelligence thing to go along and do this. So Now, what, um, what they should have said, they should have told BBC News it was clearly a human error. What they've said is was clearly an unacceptable error. See, that's a little bit of, that's your PR firm. That's your lawyers uh, doing that one. Yeah, it's a bit like the dog ate my homework. Exactly. So, yeah, so, you know, I, I just thought, interesting thing, we, we're seeing lots of these errors occur now, so, uh, and we don't like that sort of racial bias at all. We do not. Now, how often do you think we should actually be restarting our iPhone? I know you've mentioned this uh, before, but I think it's very important. Look, I think it is too. So iPhones, Android phones, at least twice a month is optimum. So every second week. Once a week is also good as well. So pick a day, just restart your phone. Anything more than that, completely unnecessary, Paul. So what happens is when you restart your phone, it stops everything. You know, all your applications stop running in the background. So we've got nothing unnecessary, which means your phone will run a bit faster. And also the battery health will be a bit better on your phone as well. Now, if you don't restart it every week, no effect on your battery But, you know, if you've left it running for, let's say, a couple of months, it can start to get a bit sluggish on there as well. So make sure you restart it at least twice a month. I love refreshing things. So do I. It's like you go to sleep at night. 
you're a bit of sleep, you're refreshed in the morning, or well, we hope you are, you need to do that with all your electronics as well. Can I ask you a personal question? Do you have a shower uh, before you go to bed or do you have it in the morning? I have it in the morning, Paul. You never have a shower at night? Uh, or if I've been doing something vigorous, oh, right? Um, you know, I might, right. Have, I might have a shower at night. So yes, Are you all right. No, just a little question because I love refreshing myself before I go to bed. Well, there's no answer to that, so we'll move on. You've got three quick things. Oh, yes, those three quickies. Three quickies for you. So, Apple have made the announcement. Now, we are going to see the new iPhone in September. The Apple event, which I'll talk to you all about next week, uh, is on the 14th uh, at 3 a.m. So, we can expect pre-orders for the new iPhone to start on Friday the 17th and the new iPhone to be released on the 24th of September. These dates we can base on previous years, um, but the Apple event is the 14th. So, Apple will suck all the publicity out of that day. But it's all you're going to see on the news, people, is just the new iPhone is coming. We can also might be able to expect a new Apple Watch in September at that announcement as well. Some of the rumours around this, Paul, are very, very interesting because the Apple Watch really is a health device that tells the time, mm. as the iPhone is really is um, you know, a, a, camera, camera a camera that makes phone calls. Exactly. Yeah. So the new Apple Watch in September may include a blood pressure sensor. It may monitor hypertension. It may check your temperature, which is a really good thing in these COVID times. It may detect sleep apnea. And it may even perform, and I don't know how they do this, blood sugar reading. Oh, So some great health benefits are coming for people that use the Apple Watch. I think that is fabulous. I like the one about detecting sleep apnea as well because a lot of people suffer that without knowing. They do. They do. They do suffer it without knowing. What was that noise? What was that noise? Sorry, Paul, that was a truck that just went past. Oh, okay. All right. just sounded like an explosion. No, 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 no. So we're going off here in Adelaide, so yeah. All right, everybody's out in their trucks. Uh, now, oh, yeah. uh, window, you said Windows 11 will be released in October. It will be released on, on the 5th of October. Don't panic about upgrading yet. Remember, people, I'm going to keep bringing this up as Windows 10, very, very good, will be supported until 2025. If you've got a computer that's been made in the last three years, you'll get offered to upgrade to uh, Windows 11. But you know what? Don't panic about doing it at the moment. Good advice. Now we move to the crap tech item of the week. Now it's something to do with an egg, a wink, and an egg tray. It's to do with they've made a smart egg tray. And what happens, it combines with the quirky egg minder wing cap as well. Hello, back up. It combines with what? The quirky egg minder wing cap. Mm, Okay. All right. Now, what this stupid thing does is it sits in your fridge. You fill it with eggs, right, up to 14 eggs. It supposedly tells you when they're going bad. So it goes in your phone and says, egg number six, getting a bit dodgy there, Paul. We don't like egg number six. I don't particularly like eggs at all. It syncs back to your mobile phone to track the number of eggs you have in case you can't go along and say, you know what, I've got a tray of 14. I've taken two out, so I've got 12 left. Mm. Now, look, I can understand that part of it, but I kind of like the idea of something telling me when an egg might be going to go off. 
Well, you just, well, it's a stupid idea. No, it's a stupid. You know what? You know what? It's a stupid idea, as far as you're concerned, because you are anti googie eggs. I am a bit anti googie. See, and it, it and the LED lights, you know, indicate the oldest egg on there. What if somebody goes in to swaps them around? Oh, but but it will be smart enough to know. Oh, hello! It switched it from six to eight. That eight is the one that's the bad googie egg. See, uh, I, I, I think you're stretching it here, Paul. Well, no, this piece of crap is no. I like the idea. In fact, I may buy this app. I love Why? this. I no, but to you me, it's buy the egg tray. No, no, yeah. no, I like this idea. Look, it all stems from the fact that you are anti-soccer, you are anti-vegan. <laughs> And now you're anti-googie egg. And you see, I understand that. You don't like eggs. But to somebody like me who loves my eggs, I like this app. And you get a notification on your phone when you're running low in case you're incapable of opening the fridge up and saying, we've only got two eggs left. <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you just swore then. I did oh, too. They left a beep. I beeped it. I beeped it. So no problems there. Go, there. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, so we, we don't need a smart egg, smart egg tray. Stupid idea. Well, so, I yeah. don't think so. I'm buying it. There you go. This well, is the first well. crap tech item in our series. Yep. Where I have said I'm buying that app. I'm getting that yeah. app. It's not a crap tech item to me. I look, it had to happen. It, it did too once, but it did have to happen. So yes. Now you've upset every single person <laughs> I think on the planet with your uh, what you off and yep. uh, I've, I've stayed clear of this and I don't know what you're going to do this week but I go first this week thank goodness and then you can get into whatever I, I was just going to say Paul are people commenting on what I'm saying oh they're are commenting alright in fact I had a I, I was walking down McRosson Street a guy came out of Paddy's and he said Paul I want to talk to you about Richard Pascoe and I said oh you know Richard he said no and I don't want to know him because <laughs> because uh, he plays soccer in the Douglas Shire and you well, absolutely can the soccer as a sport. And also, I spoke, and I can even name him, John Carney, who plays at the Mossman Golf Club. John said, would you tell Richard Pascoe golf is a sport? And I have got so many members here who could line up and say that golf is a sport. And, and you watch it on television. Some of the greatest sportsmen in the world have been golfers. And some of the best golfers in the nation have, have teed off at the Mossman Golf Club. And he said, tell Richard Pascoe. And I, hang on, I've got it here on a bit of paper. He says, quote, Richard Pascoe can get... What? Are you going to beep that out? <laughs> yeah, I beeped it. Yeah, but that, I'm oh, just... I, it's not my words. That's John Carney... From the Mossman Golf Club. So, mate, you've upset a lot of people. I'm looking forward to going to the Mossman Golf Club when I come oh, up there. <laughs> I'd suggest you go nowhere near the Mossman Golf Club. You will not be welcome in there. Now, all right, uh, before you get stuck into something else and uh, yes. make more enemies, I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to do my bit. Look, my one this week is basically what f***s me off is my nation, my country that is divided at the moment, I, yeah. I wake up in the morning. I don't know about you, but I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. But I wake up in the morning and I'm incredibly sad for my country. And, and, yes. and, and, and it's not just because of COVID. It's because of the division in this country between politicians and politicians and, and uh, 
and the community versus politicians, the community versus community. And we ha- we've got so much division and anger and angst in our community at the moment because of COVID, and it makes me incredibly sad. I, I totally agree with you, Paul. Uh, we all need, you know, it's, this COVID thing has really has divided the nation. And that is wrong. It really is. And it makes me sad as well that we all just cannot get along. It, it really does. I'm looking forward to, you know, the time. Hopefully this thing is gone. We get back to normal. Um, you know, I, I was at a place last night and uh, I don't know what the fines are up in Queensland, but um, there were two women came into the local place that I drink down in Adelaide. I was having quiet beer. Uh, two women came in without face masks. Um, they said we've got exemptions to not wear it. They refused to show their exemptions. They gave the poor kid behind the bar who was a COVID marshal a very hard time, were very rude to him. You know, we're talking somebody who's about 19 and they, these women were in their um, probably, you know, early 50s, uh, absolutely abused him, um, you know, as well, and just expected to sit down. Now, he... If he was to give in to them and they get caught, it's a $5,000 fine that he wears, not the owner of the pub. Mm. So he was he was wonderfully polite to them um, until, you know, basically we had to point out he's too well, why don't you go down the road and find another bar to go on the drink at? Um, you know, if people are going to understand, we've all got to be a bit nicer during this time, Paul, yes. and be together in all of this. But, you know, we're not all to get in it together. You know, as a nation, we're not, but we should be. No, well, we're not in it all together because of, you know, all of these politicians, you know, they're still and public servants and and others are are drawing a wage while many people aren't and going through this lockdown. But that's not the point. The point was that I I wake up in the morning and I just want it to be a dream and then I go, oh, my God, it's a reality. It's almost every day I hope I wake up and it's not COVID, that it's good old Australia, because before all this happened, I I mean, sure, we always had our robust discussions, and there were some real twerps out there who carried on like pork chops over anything. But as a nation, we were pretty cohesive, and when we went through natural disasters, we all got together. And Australians always have this fair go attitude, and that's what I've always loved about living in this country, that we all give each other a fair go. We may not agree with each other, and you can certainly voice that in a ro- in a robust way. But but we all, as a nation, if something attacked us, we stuck together. But this thing's attacked us, and we haven't stuck together. No, no, you, you're absolutely spot on, Paul. I could not agree with you more. Okay, what uh, you off? Cyclists. Oh, okay. I distance myself from this as well. <laughs> You don't own the road, people. I understand you want to go out and pedal down the road, and I understand some of you like wearing Lycra, which I think is the most worst thing that you could ever wear for some of you, because you get out there in summer, you've eaten all, you've eaten all winter. Don't wear Lycra, people, for the love of God. I don't need to see certain things going up and down when you're pedalling along. Now, as for you, when you ride along single file, I can handle that, Paul. Not a problem at all. But when you're two and three abreast, which is more than two deep, that is what I particularly don't like about blocking the roads on there as well. And people say they've got as much right to be on the road as everybody else. But let's quote Jeremy Clarkson. Why don't you work harder in life and buy a car like the rest of us? Cyclists, honestly, Paul, 
some of you are absolutely wonderful out there, but a lot of you, you've got hate as well. You know, there's been people pounding cars as they've driven past, ridden past. It's not right. We've all got to learn to share the road together. And I think that a lot of cyclists really need to step up to the plate here, be a bit nicer. So do some car drivers for our cyclists are concerned. But you know what? Honestly, Paul, they really annoy me sometimes and I wish things would change. Oh, you finished? <laughs> yeah, I finished. No, just on the on computer, just doing some uh, some work here. Uh, you, you have finished, have you? Yes, I'm finished. Oh, good. So had, okay. Had, had my rant. I'll, I'll, so, ha- yeah. I'll have to listen back at what you said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> listen, I did hear a little bit, and I do agree with you when they travel three abreast instead of single file and uh, cause all sorts of trouble on the road because because yep. not only may it injure or kill people in vehicles, but it might also kill those who are riding as well. But the exactly. other... And, and uh, you know, uh, honestly, I never want to hit one or anything like, like that. No. And, uh, it really scares me sometimes when you ride along. I just wish they would all just follow the rules, single file... You know, I, I passed one who, who literally was speeding because of a bit of a downhill. Was I reckon he was going faster than sixty? Oh, you know, gee whiz. clips a, clips a bloke. He'll go flying, and he thought it was the greatest thing in the world. No, he'd be dead. He'd be dead. That's right. Okay, thank you very much, Richard. It's been another enlightening show. Tell uh, everybody about your website. Head over to talktech.com.au. I've got the ins and outs of caller ID up there as well. Posted that uh, one this week, so you might be able to go along and have a look. What's that? What's that? Caller ID. Whether it's on, whether it's not, how to turn it off, how to turn it on. Oh, you, you are a wealth of information. You're like a diamond mine. You're like King Solomon's mine, only in the tech world. There we thank you, Paul. That's very nice of you. All right, mate. And listen, good luck with Port Adelaide tonight. Go what are they called? The power. Go the power. May they have a power no, not a failure. What's what's the opposite to a power failure? We hope the we hope the power's on. A, so, yeah. Power's on. And a surge. <laughs> they need a surge. a surge. Fantastic. Good no, luck, yeah. mate. No. I'll talk to you no. next week and hopefully you can say to me, Well, Paul, we've done it. And, and we're into the grand final in two weeks' time. So, oh, yeah. fantastic. All right, mate. Take care. All right. Thanks, Paul.